Speaking of things that are different, um, travel, that's one of the areas we're talking about. Now, we're coming out of this pandemic-restricted reality that we've been in for, you know, like a year and a half now. And uh, for industries that were all but shut down during that time, the need to restart and restart quickly is uh, is a big deal, right? Think of the airline industry. We're hearing lots of different discussions about where we are on travel restrictions. Other countries, they've laid out some pretty clear rules, some guidelines. But once again, here in this country, there seems to be a real lack of government guidance, lack of clarity around what could happen tomorrow, next month. A year from now. We don't know. So we're going to chat with Mike McNaney, who is president and CEO of the National Airlines Council of Canada, for a bit more insight on this. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, obviously, I mean, the airline industry is one of the hardest hit industries throughout all of this. I imagine the, the, the drive, the desire to get going and get going quickly is, is huge right now, right? Oh, it is. And what you are seeing... You were seeing carriers like WestJet and Air Canada and others. They are bringing forth a new schedule. Yeah. We're working hard to bring aircraft back on and bring employees back to work. But we're doing it absent a clear federal plan per, per your opening. So we're, we're operating to some degree in a vacuum. And, and what carriers are looking at, they're looking at the, the plans that are put forth by other countries. And they're looking at provincial plans, which do have metrics and do outline what the path forward is. But absent a clear federal plan, we are, we are doing this. Uh, we're bringing this capacity back on. We're making this investment uh, in operating, though, in a vacuum from a, a federal policy perspective. Yeah, so where are we in terms of federal guidance? Is there any? I mean, do you have any sort of clarity around what this is going to look like? Because we know things can change. Um, but do you have any sort of timeline guidance at all coming from the federal government? Well, what we've had is a series of meal announcement. So we had an announcement last week for the changes that went into effect uh, as of yesterday in terms of fully vaccinated Canadians and permanent residents who are returning to the country. But we don't have, we, we have piecemeal approaches, but we, d- we have a puzzle. We don't have right. a plan. So industry is looking at these various individual announcements that come out from time to time. And there are promises, promises of future piecemeal announcements to come in the, in the following weeks. We're looking at all of this and trying to put this puzzle together and try and figure out then what the path forward is going to be. And it's not just industry that is looking at this puzzle and trying to figure out what the future is. Of course, it's consumers as well. And the big challenge there is that if carriers start bringing this capacity back online and start working very hard to restore service, consumers have to have an ability themselves yeah. to plan based on what the federal government is saying. Otherwise, obviously, the seats aren't, aren't going to be filled. So we, we get this very unvirtuous circle uh, right now as we try and work with these, this piecemeal approach the federal government is taking. And, you know, like you say, I mean, especially when you're talking about travel, a lot of this stuff can be planned out well in advance, where we still don't know what it's going to look like well in advance without this framework. What about other countries? Are they moving faster? And does that present a threat to Canada's airline industry? Uh, they are moving faster and, uh, and and with more clarity. And yes, it absolutely does represent a threat, and not just a threat to the airline sector, but to our broader travel and tourism sector. So if, if you look back several months ago, in February, the UK government, in the midst of the pandemic, announced that they were going to work with industry to come forth with their restart plan. They worked on that plan for several weeks. Uh, they released it in mid-April, and it took effect as of May 17. And it it did put out a series of public health metrics and changes that would occur as those public health metrics are met. And the plan did have baked into it, as every recovery plan does, it did have baked into it a circuit breaker. 
because governments have to be able to respond in real time as the virus changes and as the situation on the ground changes. But they put that out months ago. You have now seen the UK progressing forward. You've seen other jurisdictions, in particular the EU, progressing forward. They have found ways now that they will electronically capture vaccination data and testing data. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing all of this activity in other in other countries. And the, the, the challenge for us, and what we have to keep in mind here, is that the countries that get their restart properly the countries that initiate their restart properly they are going to they are going to steal they are going to win market share investment and jobs from countries that do not proceed with a clear plan and right now we fall squarely in that in that second category and and it is it is far too important an issue for our overall economy uh, that uh, that we cannot proceed in the way we are proceeding yeah and the thing is when you're talking about the airline industry especially um, if Canadian airlines are sort of held back in some way by this lack of clarity and lack of guidance, those other airlines from around the world will fill that gap, right? And that- Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Market share is at risk. They will fill that gap, and you, you have seen, <clears throat> excuse me, you've seen going back several months, into the pandemic, you've seen the percentage of foreign carrier uh, capacity on international markets and international routes in and out of Canada has increased substantially. And that also goes back to the, the steps that were taken over a year ago by many other countries to provide some form of support uh, for the aviation sector. So you are seeing that, sh- that potential shift. And what you, if you look at the most recent statistics, for example, in the United States, domestically, uh, their bookings have now surpassed pre-pandemic levels for domestic travel. And I think they're at about 75% of their traditional levels pre-pandemic for international bookings. In Canada, we are around 28% bookings uh, for domestic and about 17% for international. Holy cow, Uh, what a market difference. Um, So where are we in terms of moving this forward? Uh, You know, you're involved in representing the airlines. Is there some consultation going on? Are you guys pushing government on this front? Oh, heavens, yes. <laughs> we are doing a lot of pushing. And it, again, it goes beyond just airlines. It's also airports and it's the broader travel and tourism sector. There are hundreds of thousands of jobs throughout the broader travel and tourism industry mm-hmm. that have been impacted by the pandemic. So you've had quite a sustained ongoing effort and also from broader uh, business communities, the Chamber of Commerce and others, a very sustained effort. And we're going to continue. Uh, and the government will hopefully at some point, in, and hopefully in July, and I realize hope is not a strategy, but you grasp onto what you can these days. Hopefully in July, we will see, see some uh, greater clarity and positioning from the government on what those steps will be, what the metrics will be that will result in changes. And it has to get to a spe- it has to get to specificity. Right, yeah. There's been so many temporary rules and changes put into effect, and they are by definition temporary, that have been put into effect as a result of the pandemic. We have to give people clarity on how all those little pieces will change. So what is the number one goal then? Obviously getting that clarity, do you want it tied to, I don't know, vaccination rates, case counts? Do you just want some sort of a benchmark that you can rely on with some certainty? Yes, and and you have seen 
a, a variety of public statements by ministers, the prime minister and, and health authorities. They've now started to talk about the 75-75 marker and how that will lead to change. But last week there was intimation that perhaps it has to be over 80%, mm-hmm. 75-80%. Uh, and, and there's no particular clarity then attached to what exactly will change. And we have a very clear path forward that was presented by an expert panel report that was constructed by the federal government. They chose the experts. There was a, an expert panel report released in May to Health Canada and released publicly in May, and the government has had it for quite some time prior to May, that looks at every single public policy question with respect to reopening of travel and reopening of the border and looks at every single type of traveler, the fully vaccinated, the partially vaccinated, non-vaccinated, previously yeah. infected, and gave very particular recommendations on how we should address each category of traveler. So the basis for our plan is there. So our overall positioning to the government is you have the expert panel report. You've had it for months. This should form the basis of the plan going forward, and you need to convey that then to consumers and industry. Um so we have we have other places that we can learn from, that we can look at and, and say, okay, why don't we adopt some of these policies? So it's not like we're operating in the dark here. There are already some countries, as you said, that are well ahead, well down the road on this. There are many. We are absolutely not trying to be a first mover advantage no. here. Uh, the, the, and there's absolutely nothing revolutionary in what industry is asking the federal government to do. And, and again, I go back to the fact we have the expert panel report which was very clear. We have we have other countries and other other countries and jurisdictions around the world that have brought forth very clear plans. All we are trying to do is get Canada to not fall exponentially behind right. all of this activity. Uh, and, and again, there's nothing revolutionary about it. But uh, to date, you know, we we have seen the government has been very reluctant to to follow anything other than uh, piecemeal approaches and announcements and promises of future piecemeal approaches. Yeah, exactly. And like you say, that certainty and and efficiency. We've got to do this now. So there, there there's some pressure to try and get some clarity. And uh, hopefully, we uh, we move things forward <laughs> and get some progress. Are you optimistic? Are you getting any? you know, response from the government? Do they seem to be on board with you and recognizing that they need to move on this? I, I think there is a, a recognition, yes, that, that that we have to move forward. The the, the changes that went into effect as of yesterday for fully vaccinated yeah. uh, permanent residents and, and Canadian citizens, that is a that is a step forward. It's not a major step forward. We still have the hotel quarantine for all other categories of travelers. You still have those who are under 18 who are not vaccinated still have to quarantine, which for a parent or a guardian traveling with someone you know, under 12, for example, that is basically a de facto quarantine requirement. You do not see that obligation, by the way, in other countries. So there has been movement forward. But as is often the case uh, when dealing with yeah, government on yeah. these broad policy issues, you have to keep pushing. Exactly. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. That is Mike McNaney, who is uh, President and CEO of the National Airlines Council of Canada. Uh, Once again, the government seems to be holding things up. Uh, We've talked about it with the border. Now we're taking a look at what the airline industry is saying. Uh, We need some urgency here. We've got to get going. Other countries are starting to make these moves and take these steps, and it's putting their industry in a lot better condition.